0: hello
1: <laughs> hello this is the cold pizza party podcast i'm adam
0: i'm Lubitsa.
1: and um today
0: well normally we talk about tv and politics mm-hmm. and today we're talking about politics well, yeah about politics um and we're going to read this matt iglesias iglesias thread that he came out with on june 2nd over the weekend. And I started reading it to Adam, but it was so stupid and funny that we thought, and just also uh, give us stuff to talk about. So we just wanted to use it as a little framework for a little discussion about politics. Okay, ready? Okay, new thread. This is what I think young Bernie fans ought to know about us old Democrats and hopefully treat us kindly when you take over.
1: He's trying to be nice, I guess.
0: I guess. The big reality of U.S. politics for most of my life is that voters were ideologically conservative and operationally liberal.
1: Uh, (laughs) (laughs) How do you be operationally one thing or the other?
0: That's a fancy way of saying most government programs were popular, but the idea of taxes and government programs was unpopular.
1: Okay. So we gave up, I guess, is the argument.
0: Well, the argument is... Yeah, I mean, the argument, I guess, is that even though people were ideologically conservative and they hated taxes or and the government, mm-hmm. they liked government, the government programs. Yeah. And so rather than... But they
1: spent the whole decade demonizing government programs.
0: And tearing them apart. Yeah. So rather than trying to make, for example welfare better a better program and make an argument explicitly to people why welfare is is good and actually everybody likes it
1: already presumably yeah
0: or social security or medicare instead of doing that they um pretended according to matt iglesias i would debate whether they were pretending or not yeah that they agreed with republicans like clinton and they were like, oh yeah, no, waste is a big problem because yep. of government inefficiencies and the free market is better at dealing with that. Yeah. So we should privatize everything and cut most of the funding for these programs and that will force lazy poor to get off their feet and, or on their feet, and go into the labor market and no one should get a free ride. And,
1: and Democrats instead of defending programs that were apparently popular just said okay republicans are right let's do what republicans
0: yeah well and they also said they yeah they used it as a way to get credibility right because they were like Mm. oh serious people know that Mm -hmm. we can't just allow some of our citizenry not to work and get benefits because then that will breed a lazy country
1: yeah (laughs) he's acting he's acting like There was nothing we could do, right? Yeah. Like, there's no reason that people actually liked government but thought they didn't. Yeah. So we just went along with it. Yeah. Instead of trying to, you know, as Democrats.
0: Yeah, it's really difficult to hear that um, and not be like... While you were like hoisting personal responsibility, you know, conservative ideas onto everybody else, take some fucking personal responsibility. They could have told a different story, you know, instead of just saying, oh, well, this is the story of conservatives and they won under Reagan and had success. So now let's just do the easier thing and go along with them. They could have just as easily told a different story about why social safety nets are incredibly important and how they, you know, having a a robust social safety net allows Americans to take risks and start new businesses. And that's part of the entrepreneurial spirit that is America. And we need to do everything we can to foster that and make sure that when people, you know, don't succeed, that they're able to take another risk because that's what makes our economy grow.
1: Instead of that, they were like, that's let's, a very
0: capitalist story, by the way. Still, I'm not yeah. even t- saying let's tell a different story of like people are humans and they deserve dignity, and yeah. therefore we should yeah. support and, them no matter what.
1: Instead, the Democratic Party, the DLC led by Clinton types, yeah. decided let's we want government to help people, but let's pretend we don't. Yeah. Let's pretend. How can we help people without looking like we're helping people? Yeah, that's, that's stupid.
0: Well, that's like literally the next tweet. And
1: in, uh, it turns out every Clinton policy was terrible. Welfare reform was terrible. The crime bill was terrible. Yeah. So, in what way did they actually help people? They
0: didn't. They very <laughs> they were very effective at hurting people. They yeah. did things that Republicans had been trying to do for a long time. Yeah. And they got it was a Democrat who got that shit passed. Yeah.
1: Is that what it means to be operationally liberal?
0: Uh, i guess to achieve republican <laughs> ne- goals. neoliberal operationally neoliberal <laughs> baby yeah. um yeah so he so uh he says so the political imperative for a generation was how do you do big government programs while pretending that you're not uh you don't
1: <laughs> yeah why why would you
0: you don't you also how what strategy how is it to just be like you know what we should do in a democracy lie to people yeah. <laughs> lie to everyone about our intentions and then wonder why people say crooked hillary or, yeah. you know and it sticks like you need
1: to run an administration of radical opacity
0: yeah, yeah. i mean yeah, I don't know why that would work. We want to but...
1: help these stupid people so they can't know what we're doing. Yeah. That's not going to come up with good outcomes.
0: Yeah, of course. This is the kindest thing I can say about it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the whole point of tax credit mania, Obamacare <sighs> mandates cap-and-trade, etc., was to accomplish big things while minimizing explicit taxes.
1: Cap-and-trade doesn't count. Conservatives hate cap-and-trade. I mean, I know it comes from the American Enterprise Institute, but it's very clearly a big government program. It's a tax. It's literally a tax.
0: Okay, but he's saying the whole point here. Well...
1: I think that just doesn't fit with his. Yeah, list of maybe examples. that doesn't
0: really. Yeah, but the whole point of tax credit mania, Obamacare mandates, whatever, is that it allowed them to fund government programs without explicitly taxing people, right? Yeah. Yeah. Again. I
1: like, I like that his argument is, "Oh, actually, this isn't what Democrats wanted to do. It's a trick that they came up with, mm-hmm. as if Democrats don't like uh, these weird schemes. You know, they love these." schemes that are like we will use the incentive of a tax credit to encourage people to to go back to work or whatever yeah they love the dumb shit like that yeah they totally buy into yeah um obama brought in cass sunstein to because he had this whole theory about nudges we need to what the government should do is not be a nanny state but be a nudger you know (laughs) hint toward for people at what they should be doing yeah hint at the right thing to do yeah 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 um also what is what's the next tweet i have something to to say but well i wanted to
0: say something about this tweet
1: go for it (laughs) i have something to say in general
0: um which is that this whole idea of like tax credits as a way to get things done or mandates so we don't explicitly tax is just really stupid because Mm -hmm. everyone like this all of this, like you're saying, it, it it's like people are so stupid we have to trick them into doing something for them. It really yeah. assumes that people won't get it. But like of course, conservatives immediately understood the mandate in Obamacare as a tax. Yeah, because, because of, it of course was. that's what it is. Yes. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Oh, but then in the courts they tried to argue it wasn't a tax, right? It's a penalty. Yes. And John Roberts was like, No guys, it's obviously a tax. We hate taxes, but it's obviously a tax. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean it's really absurd, again, that you can try to govern a country by lying to people about things that are really obvious to them, because everybody knows what a tax looks like, feels like, yeah. and how much it costs. Plus, you know? doing
1: a tax credit just—it's not the same as having a social welfare program.
0: Yeah, giving... that's what I was gonna say. Like, you know, we've heard recently, for example, about other countries where they have like a child. Um, They don't call it a tax credit because it's not a tax credit. It's like every month you get. they give you you money every month. yeah, Yeah. You get like, I don't know, $300 per child or whatever it is. I forget the amount. And that. Being that explicit about it is so much better. Like, okay, forget that it's better, of course, because you can budget, right? Like, you know, when you have a child, you need to plan month-to-month expenses. Oh, yeah. It doesn't... That's what I was
1: going to say. One reason these tax cuts are terrible. $2,000 once a year just means what? Like, you pay off a a car. Yeah. A shitty car, or you buy a nice TV.
0: Yeah, or it's just some debt. Yeah, Yeah. you
1: can't budget.
0: Yeah, you can't budget. Yeah, some
1: of the credit card debt you've accrued throughout the year. you give that money to the bank to pay off your interest. Yeah, and that's
0: it. There goes your tax credit. Sorry. Yeah. Well, with this, okay, so on the one hand, you get like, let's say $300 a month per child. So you have that to bank on. So if you have medical bills or, you know, like birthdays are coming up or whatever, you know how to plan for that stuff. Mm -hmm. But then on top of that, what's even better is you're getting a check from the government every month. Like, just think about that, like what that does for a person living under that government in that country. The government is this thing you can depend on oh, that yeah. you tangibly feel making your life better every yeah. month, right? Yeah. Like, it's like, if everything else falls to shit, I can still always depend on this check yeah. to come through. Yeah, That's really important. And imagine the relationship that you have with the government as a result of that. Of course you don't mind paying mm-hmm. taxes later on I'm just saying, like that's gonna like fundamentally alter your idea of what government can do and what government should be responsible Mm -hmm. for. And if you're the party of the left of labor in this country, supposedly, supposedly that's what Democrats are. I mean, they're not. They're Mm -hmm. totally the party of corporations, just slightly less so, I guess. Than but the corporations
1: are cool with gay people,
0: right? Right. But if you're trying to be the alternative to the like ayn rand party you know like just yeah. like let the market loose party then this is it's a really good idea to actually make the government something that people feel in a positive way instead of like the only interaction most especially like poor people have with the government is like police presence you know yeah, like yeah. police stop and frisk like yeah that's it's, negative no one wants you know yeah like <laughs> that's you're saying a really different relationship
1: you're not only building a sense that you can depend on the government but that you are a cohesive society you are a community yeah a, and you will be taken care of together yeah whereas food stamps are stigmatizing totally you know the like going yeah i know you why go can't up we just to, give
0: people money exactly yeah, like
1: when you watch people pay with food stamps know, they're up at the counter they have to it takes extra long so it's yeah. already pissing everybody off yeah and you have to watch them like determine which items can be paid for by the food stamp and not yeah people we, we were behind a lady just in heb recently who had like three separate orders because yeah. she brought a big card up and people they on food stamps you have to learn what you can and can't buy with yeah. food stamps to avoid extra stigma and yeah. embarrassment so she knows this is what i can pay for with my ebt or whatever and I can't buy this these bottled these bottles of water for the car <laughs> with my food stamps, so that has to be a separate purchase yeah. by itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's one of that's one of the reasons people hate this these programs because they feel like it's other people getting things right, uh, poor people. And if you're yeah. a conservative, they don't deserve it because if they deserve their poorness. Yeah. So you're just giving them handouts because you feel bad as a snowflake liberal, when really the best thing you can do for them is tough love and make them fight for it themselves instead of fighting against that democrats decided to i don't know lean into that and do tax cuts and work for welfare instead and
0: stigmatize they were like if we stigmatize single working mothers more More, yeah then they'll stop being they'll get married and they'll get better jobs or at least they
1: thought like republicans will stop getting mad at us about these programs if we like stigmatize them more if we put work requirements on there then they can't complain about it anymore but they still do 25 years later they're still bitching about welfare when people basically don't get it instead of recognizing that the reason people hate it is it feels like other people are getting free stuff yeah and it carries all this stigma instead of fighting that stigma and just making it like cash for everybody
0: yeah
1: yeah they made it even worse yeah or having universal
0: programs like this yeah where everybody gets Let's say three hundred dollars a month per child. So there's, there's no social stigma around it. There's no you because of course, like one of the reasons some people hate like welfare is because they're like, well, I work you know a full time job and I'm just a little bit above the welfare limit and so I don't get that support. Why don't I just quit my job? You know, you have
1: to fix those problems. Yeah, but also a way to fix it is just to give people money because you're you're coming at it with the same mindset when you're like no we'll give it to the deserving poor yeah that's the exact same mindset as the people who say you're giving it to people who don't deserve it you're both looking at it with the same framework but one of you wants to feel like you're more generous
0: no we have to that's why we have to push for universal programs rather than you know it's the same
1: twisted worldview but the conservatives have like daddy issues probably (laughs) so they feel like they need a strong father government to you into shape yeah 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 yeah, whereas liberals yeah well
0: there have been studies done that show like yeah by and large like conservatives are more paternalistic Mm -hmm. identify more with fathers and discipline and things like that and liberals are more yeah maternal and nurturing and
1: you know you could break out of that framework by just having you know cash transfers monthly cash transfers yeah
0: totally yeah Okay, the last tweet was, the whole point of tax credit mania, Obamacare mandates, cap and trade, etc., was to accomplish big things while minimizing explicit taxes. We wanted
1: to sneak in the good stuff we were doing so nobody would notice. <laughs> I know, I know. Again,
0: what kind of politics is yeah. that? Some of the proponents of this stuff were corrupt assholes, etc. But taxophobia was real. To survive, you had to cater to it.
1: Taxophobia was started by like Grover Norquist and shit. It totally. wasn't. This isn't a fact of the weather. It's not like a storm blew in. It's people advocated for decades to make people hate taxes. Totally.
0: Like when they renamed the estate tax the death tax and stuff. That's a a conscious strategy, which you combat with conscious strategies on the left by doing things like giving people tangible ways to Mm -hmm. feel that they taxes that they're paying into the government benefit them back right again like we're talking about like getting a check every month from the government or you know free college education or health care for all you know there are really simple ways that other countries have implemented successfully for decades and generations now
1: that make your taxes feel like it's worth it yes yeah of course if you don't get anything for your taxes i feel pissed off how much i pay in taxes because, yeah, because all I get for it is, like, wars and Exactly, police.
0: that's what I was going to say. All of our taxes go to drone strikes. I don't agree with that shit. Yeah, yeah police. I don't agree with that shit. Like, yeah. yeah.
1: Meanwhile, they're giving money to banks to lend to students.
0: Yeah, I know, which is, know? is so fucking Stop taking my
1: money and literally giving it to banks. I know, banks. you're
0: putting a middleman in there. Yeah. How is that more efficient than at least just lend it to me directly? Yeah. If we're not going to give free college education, at least there's no need for a private middleman yeah. <laughs>
1: like, yeah. how
0: would that make things more efficient or better like no <laughs> yeah Also, I can't like lobby that middleman I can lobby the government to change the terms of the loans you know right. like I mean not me personally but you know students can
1: no 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 the market is always freer <laughs> always
0: So a whole generation or two of polls, I guess he means politicians, Mm -hmm. and wonks and operatives got really, really, really good at these kind of (laughs) hide-the-ball shenanigans. Really good
1: really good that's why democrats have constantly won all the time all over the place exactly because they got really good at winning
0: yeah no one got the sense that democrats were crooked liars spineless (laughs) yeah they don't give a shit about people
1: i guess if we want to be generous to matt iglesias and i don't mean to totally shit on him i do like to but i appreciate that he's someone who's like willing to talk to people he disagrees with on twitter and stuff without raging i mean he
0: can be an asshole on twitter too but yeah
1: but anyway i think he's saying they got effective at doing it like they were able to come up with effective programs by doing this which just i think also isn't true at all because i can't think of an example example. exactly yeah
0: yeah i i don't
1: know obamacare Obamacare,
0: yeah i mean i'm sure that would be the one that anyone can think of but like How successful is it? I don't know. It's not as terrible as the Republicans' proposed option, but...
1: I feel like every once in a while you hear about a small government program that you've never heard of before that you're like, oh, that's a good idea. But none come to mind, and that's the problem Yeah,
0: Again, that's the problem, right? That means that we don't have a relationship with our government where we feel like we can count on it, or that it's going to take care of us, or that it's helpful in any way. It's extremely combative, which is why people don't want to pay taxes.
1: They'd rather come out and say how they're helping small business than helping Americans.
0: The Bernie proposition is way simpler. Just say what you mean. Taxes (laughs) should go to fund more generous social services. Mm -hmm. Yes, I agree. (laughs) It's also simpler, though, and I think this is where he's not being... Maybe he feels he's being intellectually honest, but I don't think he is. Because it's, it's simpler because that's what Bernie means. That's what Bernie believes. Bernie doesn't... Say that, and then go do speeches at Goldman Sachs and tell them that like they're the best thing that's happened to America. <laughs> you yeah, know yeah. What I or mean? We got
1: to stop demonizing bankers. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Obama telling them he's going to protect them from the pitchforks. Yeah,
1: yeah. You know, which apparently pissed them off. Well, he did everything possible to make bankers feel good. Somehow, yeah, and they still hated I know. him, just like Republicans.
0: I'm just saying that, like the part of what's wrong with this argument is again that he's saying oh they were pretending they wanted to do these big programs but you know they yeah. couldn't there they had to taxophobia. come up with these yeah clever tricks yeah it, it was yeah kind one of like clever you're trick saying. to, to like, saving these are the democracy. conditions of the weather they just couldn't help it you know mm-hmm. but in reality that's not really true because like Like, we talked about, like, they wanted to cut welfare and Social Security and Medicare Medicaid. The grand bargain that Obama wanted to do to keep the government running was to Mm -hmm. cut Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid. I I know,
1: uh, supposedly, Clinton was working to privatize it when the Monica Lewinsky scandal broke.
0: Yeah. And then Obama was going to finish that project with the grand bargain. So
1: if we have another mainstream Democrat, we can expect them to finally get the job done. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So, my point is, like, they don't believe in social security. Like, Mm -hmm. he's saying, oh, Bernie just found a simpler way of just saying we should, you know, taxes should fund more generous social programs. But the problem is they don't believe that we should have social programs at all. And they believe that bullshit, that taxes will, like, I don't know.
1: He's acting like the whole DLC third-way thing never existed. Because the point of that you know, the Democratic Leadership Council, the third way, the idea that we need a new way of doing things, not like the New Deal Democrats, you know, not like Republicans either, but somewhat like Republicans. That's the point of the third way. Um, But the point of doing that was Democrats felt like they had been losing against Reagan and conservatives. Yeah. So the, the first point was to win. And the second point was that they wanted to come up with new ideas to run the government in a new way, because the whole like techno-utopian um, stuff was just starting too. So they wanted to run the government in a smarter way, a more efficient, effective way. So they really, on the one hand, the ideas they came up with were to win, and because they wanted to come up with new ideas that they could believe in, they weren't just being like disingenuous. They weren't just coming up with tricks to get secret plans through presumably yeah. they honestly wanted to come up with a new way to run government because that's what they said into to themselves and publicly can you read that tw- that tweet again for me
0: the bernie proposition is way simpler just say what you mean taxes should go to fund okay. more generous social services okay taxes should go up to fund more general so general oh my gosh i can <laughs> read this tweet.
1: we got it. yeah we got yeah. it i was listening to open source with chris leiden today an old one about what to do, you know, for the left in this moment of Trump or whatever. Mm -hmm. And they had on some... I should look it up, but I'll just... You can look it up yourself, anyone who's interested. And it's a good episode. Organizer from the 60s, he was talking about Bernie and made the point that uh, what's so appealing about him is that he has integrity. Mm -hmm. Right. So it's simpler because there's integrity to it. That's what I'm
0: saying, because he doesn't say that in public and then go take speech money from... Goldman Sachs in private
1: right Yeah, Uh, you know what he means you know what he wants everybody knows it's there it's in the record he's been doing and saying the same thing for decades that's what's so appealing about Corbin too
0: yeah totally yeah Uh, Matt Inglisius then says the answer is mostly old habits die hard my grandma always loved Chinese food but couldn't understand why people ate Thai food okay okay (laughs) (laughs) Um, numerically, the young people are going to win this fight, probably led by politicians who are less old and white and male than Bernie Sanders. This was oh. a probably, weird statement.
1: I mean, probably? Maybe? Yeah, but I would also, say...
0: I'm not sure that that's really relevant except to make a dig at yeah, Bernie. I think right? so.
1: And Bernie supporters, yeah. yeah. But also, odds are less likely just because there's more white men in politics you know yeah you have true. to fix that before it's more likely
0: yeah true the old should recognize once bernie popped the cap on say what you actually mean it's very hard to stop it's a super compelling idea
1: i like that point but obviously, i like that
0: point too but it's it's not a super compelling idea it's The truth is valuable. You know what I mean? It's so funny.
1: That's such a Vox way of putting it. Telling the truth. Super compelling idea. Yeah. We've done, we've run some tests. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, We maybe tested it. it... (laughs) We we found a social scientist who studied truth telling in politics. Turns out people like it.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah, I just think that's such a weird way of putting it. Anyway, but lots of olds will be stubborn and, well, old about it. I hope youngs can try to be understanding. It's the way of old people to Olds be and old. Youngs. I really hate all of these conversations that just make it seem like the only thing that matters is like the generational divide.
1: Is that the last tweet? No. Oh, okay. Can I go on a slight digression here? Sure. Uh, this is the perfect There's opportunity for it. There's one more tweet after that. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, what's the last one? Let's finish it out.
0: He says, context. I'm young enough to know lots of true youngins but old enough to have knocked on doors for Al Gore in New Hampshire in 2000. <laughs>
1: ah, fucking Al Gore. <laughs> Al and... Gore is the epitome of those DLC types. I know. Yeah. He came from the tech industry.
0: Yeah, totally. Yeah. And that's where this thread ends. Yeah.
1: They wanted to come up with a new way of governing, meaning market oriented solutions yeah that was the whole point
0: liberalism yeah
1: it wasn't like a mask that they put on that's what they believe yeah that's I what know. they were that's trying to come it's up so with and funny do when
0: he's he is trying to be earnest matt yeah and i think he is right yeah I, mean,
1: yeah I assume so you know i don't think he's a very disingenuous person
0: yeah but then what he's saying is just so It is one of those things where it's, like, not taking any responsibility, whether it's, like, for himself or... Because his website helps propagate this ideology, yeah, like, a lot. When you talk about the love schemes, who loves schemes? Wonks. Who loves Vox? Who works at Vox? Wonks, Wonks, you know? Who has no idea what the world should look like, you know, like, on a grand scale? No... No super compelling ideas about the future, but just wants to tweak around the edges. our existing?
1: Who would describe (laughs) politicians with integrity as a compelling strategy? Yeah, you know, people who came here. People who came here from analyzing baseball and shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
0: Yeah. it's like, oh, his batting average is real high. That's super compelling.
1: But he's setting up. Okay, so what I wanted to say, like a huge thing that I think gets overlooked, is that. You know, Going back to the DLC, they, this was an intentional strategy to come up with new market-oriented solutions, right. because it was the end of the Cold War. Right. Capitalism had won. Capitalism was the best. Right. And I think that is something we completely miss when we talk about neoliberalism somehow, is that it was born out of liberals who came of age during the late Cold War. Yeah. After New the De- well, old-style liberalism, New Dealism was crushed, yeah. and long after... Communism socialism in America was crushed by McCarthyism. Yeah, yeah. It's totally born out of this anti communist impulse. Yeah. That's why they searched for market oriented solutions. They think democratic societies with a strong market are the most free, end of history societies. Yeah. Last man societies.
0: Yeah, which is exactly why, like, going back to that really old article we did a long time ago about neoliberalism, like that's why you need in crises right yeah because as long as we keep having to jump from crisis to crisis no one has time to stop and think like just getting back to the norm is a victory you know just getting back to where we were is a victory no one has time to stop and think hey maybe this isn't so great maybe we should imagine a future that you know is super compelling (laughs) and for them
1: though spreading markets is a foreign policy strategy too yeah i know because that you know, either that dynamism will lead to prosperity, which will lead to more docile nations that won't compete with us, that will trade with us, and we can benefit from that trade, or that chaos will breed instability, and again cause nations unable to compete with us, and also, cause them to be unable to. And compete also
0: with us. our large corporations need to, more markets oh, to keep yeah. expanding to, yeah, right? Totally. Capitalism doesn't work in yeah. a closed Capitalism area. is colonial.
1: Yeah, absolutely. It's always trying to break open new frontiers.
0: I mean, that's like, I remember take, doing a third world politics class in college where we talked about how in like the first world, they have like hit the peak of Pepsi and Coke drinkers. Yeah, okay? yeah. If you're yeah. going to be a Pepsi drinker, or you're going to be a Coke drinker, mm-hmm. they basically know who you are. They know how to market to you and they can't really grow anymore. Yeah. So what did they start doing? They started expanding into Latin America. And then they started privatizing rivers and even rainwater in Latin America mm. so people couldn't get water, but they could get Coke.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So It's like all it's like all CEOs and stockbrokers have like a gypsy's curse, where if their company stops growing, they'll just melt. Yeah, you know? yeah. There's yeah. no reason you couldn't just
0: yeah Coke stop and having Pepsi record are big enough setting profits over and over, stealing rainwater from people. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's absurd, but it's it's true. I mean, there's so many more yeah. problems with them than there, just those two. But
1: but going back to this, nobody says it. We say we're rejecting neoliberalism, but we're rejecting Cold War liberalism. That's why. There's also a foreign policy component that doesn't get talked about because we grew up under the Iraq war We don't want Mm -hmm. to live in this constant intervention society anymore Yeah, we don't want to be controlling the world. Yeah, we don't we don't want Russia to be an enemy That's why there's such a pushback towards these Cold War liberals. It's this this is the generational divide Because the really old people like my my dad's generation He's not really old, but you know, he was young in the 60s. He came He was growing in the 60s Bernie they're on our side. The people who are not on our side are the Gen Xers and the people who grew up in the late Cold War. Mm-hmm. They're the ones who have a completely different vision of what liberal politics should be. We're going more back towards New Deal style liberalism totally. and um, you know st- May of '68 liberalism mm-hmm. with these you know people that sometimes we say they are too into identity politics and stuff. That's going straight back to like '68. Um, this like radical questioning everything. If you want to be derisive conservative cultural relativism and cultural marxism so the that's the generational divide it's the old and the young against you know these people
0: yeah people who experience a particular historical event and as yeah. a result have and, this really specific lens through which they view the world and but grew up they've...
1: suffused with this anti-communism anti-socialism yeah. Yeah. pro-market it's not that that's a trick That is their ideology. I mean, it's deeper. That's their faith. That's their belief in the goodness of America and the freedom of America.
0: Yeah, it doesn't hurt also that most Congress members are incredibly wealthy, Yeah, you know? And, like, Nancy Pelosi, when she was asked about, like, is there anything we can do to harness this economic populism on the left mm-hmm. she's like nope we're
1: <laughs> no we don't want... <laughs> we're what?
0: capitalists that's just the way it is
1: yeah we'd rather lose i mean she know? might Implicitly. as well
0: have said there is no alternative is there no, anything we can do to take
1: style. advantage of this big opportunity for, to win more seats no it's impossible we yeah. we just can't do that that's yeah. not us
0: yeah rather yeah. than but because i mean that's what
1: but it's not just people in congress that's what i was gonna say and i forgot the people who are into all this Russian paranoia i mean donors more and more it looks like there's something to it but yeah it's still like they still have the craziest conspiracy theories in mind it's not i don't mean the donors like the people you see on the internet they're people in their like 40s and maybe 50s right but- they're people who came up during the cold war for us we don't we don't want we don't expect or want to have some other evil empire that we're constantly fighting against yeah but it's like an impulse for them that's how they grew up that's It's hard to shake. That's how they see the world. If it's not Russia, then it's Islam. It's got to be something. If it's not those, then it's China.
0: But it doesn't hurt that there are people who get to set the agenda for both parties, and they're incredibly wealthy. Yeah. And anything that is remotely even a little outside of the bounds of just one hundred percent we're capitalists, that's the way there is, there is no alternative, is threatening to them, you know? So of course, like even when you know, we're watching the Democratic Party and we're like my god how do they not know how to win like look bernie already laid out a platform for you be pro health care pro free education yeah. probably legalizing weed is a good one but yeah. you don't have to but i think it would help bring out a lot of voters that don't normally come yeah. out and whenever we have high turnout yeah that's when people on that's the left why carl
1: rove put gay marriage on the exactly ballot.
0: that's what i mean use it yeah. as a wedge issue exactly yeah. so there's like really simple things that they could be doing to focus on. But Nancy Pelosi came out like a few weeks ago and was like, oh, universal health care is absolutely not on the table again, again oh for Democrats this this year, this time Jesus. around.
1: So they expect to win just on Russia. Paranoia.
0: That's what I'm saying. So it's like, why? Why are they not dealing with the issues? Obviously, so obvious as a person on the ground what animates people what would bring people out and how to win Mm -hmm. and yet you have to remember they have donors that they answer to they don't care as much about what what you and i think as right, they about what right. their donors think right their donors one are extremely pro-capitalism of course and are obsessed with the conduct and the decorum and how you know the u.s looks and it's embarrassing that trump is you know behaving mm. like a toddler yeah. bully at the playground yeah. rich you know? people
1: feel their status declining exactly. because trump is president exactly in the eyes of the world so the, that's they're why... the people who go to the other places in the world yes. and they don't like to so look that's
0: it. why over and over again the focus is on decorum you know how embarrassing is trump yeah. and R- russia conspiracy yeah right
1: because and
0: creating an enemy out of a country that is actually like hyper capitalist yeah with oligarchs like <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: insane millionaires and billionaires but regardless of that they're creating an enemy Of a, you know, supposedly shadowy socialist country.
1: Yeah. We heard Especially,
0: I think, they were scared after they saw Bernie do so well. When they saw socialists do so well in America. I think it was like, we've got to push this anti-socialist, you know, anti-Russian propaganda as far as we can now.
1: I think you're pushing the influence of donors actually a little too strongly, but you're actually completely right. We heard on um, the So That Happened podcast, the podcast from HuffPo... Yeah. What do they call themselves now? The Huff? (laughs) Something. (laughs) They had they were interviewing a reporter who was who said straight up um, the people on the ground, including, you know, Democratic operatives, people in the party, you know, representatives who represent a district, maybe not senators who probably don't see as many people know that what is motivating people are issues like health care. But the donor class keeps calling them and talking about Russia and talking about Trump. So yeah, because stuck. when you
0: have a million dollars, when you have, you know, at least enough money to be able to be a yeah. donor to a congressperson yeah. that's like important enough to call them up. Totally. But you don't care if healthcare premiums yeah. go up. That doesn't animate you. Um,
1: but one way that I think you're unintentionally completely overstating the power of donor class the donor class rich people is like if we were fighting this fight in the 1970s if what's happening now is happening with the laws we had in the 70s rich people wouldn't have nearly as much influence what but do you they mean? have well they've bit by bit taken away all the regulations over campaign finance oh totally. over influence well, and the culture of politics has changed along with it absolutely. so it it's a contingent situation that we're in it's it's not something that's immutable And it's not, it's even something that's recent.
0: And to be clear, people still do have actually more power than donors in that, why do they want the money of the donors? Not because they want money, right? Nancy Pelosi can't take that $2,500 or whatever the limit. Exactly. It's all to get votes, to turn people out. So So obviously, if you could actually like short circuit that or circumvent that mm -hmm. and Find a different way to show Nancy Pelosi, not Nancy Pelosi, probably, but other people that like the way Bernie did that you can actually mm-hmm. deliver voters I mean, without what, giant donors. Yeah,
1: that's what Beto O'Rourke is doing in exactly. Texas now. He wants to exactly. Own, only I have think small I think Bernie
0: showed people yeah. that, and people are starting to actually believe Especially that, and in, that gives me hope that in, we'll have politicians with different points of view than just Russia is the only important yeah. thing for us to run on.
1: And that is the biggest way to send a signal of integrity. Totally. I think that's why he's so smart to do that in Texas. Yeah. Because if you're going to win statewide as a Democrat, you have to show you have integrity. Exactly, and it's a great time to do it. Cleaner
0: than all these other the yeah. Republicans. I mean, because Ted
1: Texas Cruz, Republicans are dirty, and Ted Cruz is looks slimy. Yeah, yeah I mean, really they're also corrupt, they're though. corrupt. I yeah. mean, there's a lot of corruption. There's a lot of scandals <laughs> yeah. going on. Yeah, but like when so Nancy Pelosi, you know, as the leader of the Democratic Party, basically, and you know her and Chuck shim whatever. Like so, the donors are calling them up. So they can't do what the people want because they have to listen to the donors. Well, they have chosen to put themselves in that situation totally. over the past decades Absolutely. by going on a strategy of getting corporate funding and you exactly. know not Selling fighting out against and then, Citizens United. And shit, also in fact, by how do you court that
0: corporate funding by cutting social programs yeah. and doing tax credits? They
1: intentionally decided to court. Um, Hollywood and Wall Street. Yeah. That's why it's not wrong that it's like a party of coastal elites because that's they consciously decided but that's, that's how saying... we're going to win elections.
0: Exactly. So when he says, like, oh, they had to pretend, they had to hide the ball to because of taxophobia. No, no. They chose a conscious strategy. Yeah. And the way to execute that strategy was to defund programs and take that money and transfer the wealth on up to... People yeah. who are already wealthy.
1: Yeah. And to put, like, corporate lawyers like Eric Holder in charge of powerful yeah. p- positions in government. Yeah. So they can make things easier on rich people Absolutely. and corporations. Like Uber.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's not, like, again, like, Matt Iglesias is acting like it's the weather. You have to... Yeah. This We just have to live with it. It's not. It's the result of conscious decisions yeah, that Democrats have been making, that conservatives made. Conscious decisions conservatives made that were successful and change the national discussion, and conscious decisions that Democrats made to just throw their hands in the air and go along with it. Yeah. Yeah. And it's the same DLC people that he's ignoring and not mentioning, who were anti-communist, who specifically, Al Gore and such, decided to court Wall Street, tech companies, and continue courting Hollywood. Yeah. So don't shed a tear for the Democrats, I guess
0: yeah and don't be nice kick them out primary them. you know like there's no reason to be nice to them because i think he said he wanted us to be kind or something oh like,
1: yeah that's right i mean
0: i don't care about regular voters who yeah. voted for if, as long as they come along with us and switch on yeah. over i really don't care but
1: i think most, but i'm
0: not gonna be kind to like claire mccaskill i
1: think most democrats who are like nancy pelosi's age are more socialist than matt iglesias
0: Pro- yeah who for was sure. At, who for was
1: at sure. anti-war protests right yeah. in 2004 gray beards and college students yeah. not you know 30 somethings yeah absolutely yeah
0: absolutely they were too smart because they were reading the new york times yeah. and they were informed yeah it so they knew we the had the rest to intervene. of us who didn't know yeah 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 all right
1: depose box <laughs>
0: <laughs> so i guess we'll just wrap it up there
1: mm-hmm. yeah that was meant to be pretty quick but it was quick for us but still kind of long probably
0: yeah and um Good night and good luck. I don't know. <laughs> Should That's we just steal the sign most off every famous day. sign off? Ever? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sea Crest out. <laughs> <I'll> just start <laughs> stealing <even> every. <laughs>